It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's Locked On AZ Cardinals. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Holding things down is my co-host, Alex Clancy's in Sin City on assignment for our local station here at Fox Sports 910, where we keep it live and local from 1 to 7 each and every day. Alex on the Freaks from 1 to 4. Me, EP, co-host of The Drive with Jody Ayler from 4 to 7. Of course, I've got my afternoon Saturday program from 11 to 1, The Bo Show. Check us out, of course, Fox Sports 910 on your AM dial or on the iHeartRadio app. But, of course, we're keeping you up to date. All things Arizona Cardinals, AZ Cardinals. That's on Locked On AZ Cardinals because it's your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Number one local sports podcast network. The Arizona Cardinals coordinator spoke today with the media. I was there. I took in with Byron Leftwich, 1-0 in his new position after being promoted from quarterback's coach. And defensive coordinator Al Holcomb had to say their takeaways from Sunday's 18-15 come from behind victory. But first, today was the NFL trade deadline. It came. It passed. The Arizona Cardinals did not make a deal. Many people thought maybe linebacker Dayon Buchanan would be making his way out of Arizona. Not the case. Patrick Peterson, a week ago from yesterday, made the trade request, the trade demand. Talked to ownership. Michael Bidwell, cooler heads prevailed. Patrick Peterson, rightfully so, remains an Arizona Cardinal. But the, the Cardinals weren't completely dormant today. The team practiced. The team made a roster move. They signed offensive lineman Colby Gossip. From Minnesota Vikings practice squad, tight end John Phillips to make room on the roster for the moves. They released offensive lineman Blaine Clausel and tight end Gabe Holmes. Both uh, really limited, if any, action for the Cardinals so far this season through eight games. The Arizona Cardinals, their bye week uh, on the horizon. Actually, the team practiced today and uh, yesterday. The team has canceled tomorrow's practice on Wednesday and will start their bye week a day early. But uh, when you look at what did not transpire as far as the Arizona Cardinals are concerned in the NFL trade deadline, where we saw a flurry of moves where Demarius Thomas goes from the Denver Broncos to the Houston Texans, uh, Thomas to play his team right away this week, Golden Tate making his move from the Detroit Lions to the Philadelphia Eagles, haha, Clinton Dix going from the Green Bay Packers to the Washington Redskins and Dante Fowler going for the Jacksonville Jaguars to really the only move that affects the NFC West. Dante Fowler goes to the Los Angeles Rams, and they have an embarrassment of riches as far as rushing the passer. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how those plays out. As far as you kind of scratch your head, why did this Cardinals team, I, I know they won on Sunday, but they have yet to beat a team that is not called the San Francisco 49ers. Why did they decide to stand pat and not make any moves? Why did they not maybe try to relinquish some salary, some guys that were on the final years of their deal, and try to acquire maybe some assets as far as draft picks are concerned? Well, as far as the Cardinals are concerned, it's, it remains to look like they're going to be picking high up in the 2019 draft. So they should already have a pretty favorable 
draft class, uh, just depending on what if Steve Kimes, the general manager, or whoever the GM is, what they decide to do, who they decide to draft. But they should have a high draft pick in each and every round, and uh, we'll see what they do as far as the, they must have not been able to get anything of value for somebody like Dan Buchanan, who did see some of the most action that he's seen all season played, started for the Cardinals against the Niners, played 39 snaps. That's good enough for close to 60% of the defensive snaps. Also played some special teams. He thought, are they showcasing him? Or has there been some discussion as far as Dayon Buchanan? Is he going to be a Cardinal for the remainder of this fifth-year option year in which he's in uh, as far as uh, the final year of his deal? So Dayon Buchanan, it just kind of seems like they're going to let him play this thing out. And uh, if he's going to move on, it's going to be via free agency. But it's just kind of interesting. We we talk about Patrick Peterson. I I am under the belief that the entire trade demand request, maybe the the trade aspect of that was a Hail Mary. And he wanted to see what, if he could indeed make his way off this roster at the time, was one in six and stick on maybe a team that's in contention. You know his his cousin Bryant Bryant McFadden said that he was he was eyeing the New Orleans Saints. Of course, Peterson played his college ball at LSU, and uh, he he loved to play for the Saints. And the Saints arguably the best team in football, but the Saints just didn't have the draft capital and didn't have the ability to pull off a trade for the for Patrick Peterson, who reportedly uh, the, the Cardinals were offered a first round pick and a second round pick for Peterson, and um, they they said thanks but no thanks. Which I, I I still believe that Peterson is, is worth is at least worth that, and the fact that the Cardinals didn't take that I think that that's I, I agree. Shut down corners don't grow on trees, and in it, in the day and age for of the NFL where rebuilds can happen in a matter of months, not years, uh, you need a shut down corner. And looking at Patrick Peterson's deal. And why I believe it's just it's a move to renegotiate, get back to the table, and and start trading some numbers was when you go to the offseason after the 2018 campaign is all said and done, uh, Peterson and his reps are probably going to sit down and look at the $65 million plus dollars in cap space that the Arizona Cardinals will have. And if you just look at it, that's, of course, moving forward after the season without Sam Bradford, who has not been active since he's been benched, that takes $20 million off your books. And then you look at the rest of the roster and you look at some aging veterans who carry a fairly high cap number, maybe safety Antoine Bethay, 35 years old. Uh, you know, you've got Andre Smith, the offensive lineman who's, who's been up and down in his first season with the Cardinals, and Jermaine Gresham, the tight end who's who's been often injured, and Jamar Taylor, who was acquired from the Cleveland Browns, who some thought could fill the void at uh, at the second cornerback position opposite Patrick Peterson, that would free up close to $15-plus million in more cap space, and you're looking at more than $80 million of cap space. So you could easily sit down and renegotiate with P2. So he's fourth overall in salary as far as cornerbacks are concerned, and you've got guys like... Josh Norman, Tremaine Johnson, Xavier Rhodes ahead of him. Peterson absolutely belongs in that grouping. And following the last 
after this season, it will be three seasons of mediocre team football of 7-8-1, eight, 8-8, eight, and, eight, and they're going to be sub-500 this season. you got to keep them happy some way, and this is a guy that's frustrated mostly with the losing. Just pay him handsomely. It's a drop in the bucket when you're looking at 80-plus million dollars in cap space. Not only can you make arguably your best player on the roster happy, um, but you'll also have more than enough money to go throw money at, at other positions of need, offensive line. Uh, God forbid you get a cornerback opposite Patrick Peterson with some actual talent and the ability to to defend um, teams' top receivers, and you've certainly got that in the NFC West. So, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun offseason. It really is. And and just looking at how things transpired with with uh, Byron Leftwich in his first game of officially play calling for the Cardinals, uh, you just like the prospect of Byron Leftwich and Josh Rosen. Uh, kind of working in concert together moving forward. It, it resembles more of what you want when you're following the blueprint with that quarterback on a rookie deal of of coupling him with a play caller, and it doesn't waste you know the four to five years of of flexible spending that you'll have under the rookie quarterback deal. Otherwise, you're wasting it. And uh, if you think that you've identified your franchise quarterback, and I think Rosen showed glimpses of that, of absolutely in the fourth quarter in that comeback win where the Cardinals score 15 unanswered points in an 18-15 victory. Um, The Cardinals have some key players at key positions locked in and favorable deals. And Rosen, of course, on the rookie deal. You've got David Johnson locked up. You've got Patrick Peterson locked up. You can even renegotiate with him. And, of course, you've got a pass rusher in Chandler Jones. Now you've got to just fix the offensive line. And that that's that's easier said than done, but you could do it potentially through you know uh, good free agent signings. And look, the offensive line is 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 one of the toughest positions to address in the NFL. Guys don't become available if they're drafted high; they're usually retained and extended. And if they hit the free agent market, much like Justin Pugh did, and the Cardinals signed him in the offseason, those guys are available for a reason. They might be serviceable, but. You're going to have to overpay on the, on the open market for that. And the Cardinals will have the luxury. They just have to make the right decisions. It's, it's going to, I'm going to reiterate this. This is going to be a fun offseason uh, just because you've got, that, you've got that, that, that spending flexibility. And when you looked at the Eagles after Carson Wentz's uh, rookie year went 7-9, and nine. after Jared Goff's rookie year, the Rams were 4-12, and 12. Last year, the Bears were 5-11. and 11. Now they're atop the NFC North for now. The Cowboys, before Dak Prescott, were 4-12. and 12. Rookie quarterbacks not only provide a spark as far as on the field of play, but they provide the ability to go out there and really, really fill out some needs, some holes on your roster, and the Cardinals absolutely have that. And uh, when you look at what happened today as far as the NFL trade deadline, the Cardinals didn't feel like they were getting anything of value in return. They didn't want to trade Dayon Buchanan at his absolute lowest value. They'd rather probably, you know, risk just letting him walk. What were they going to get? Like a conditional seventh or sixth round pick? Uh, we just didn't see a lot of it. Uh, a lot, uh, some deals emerge as an opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals to, to make it. Patrick Peterson, you're, you're not going to make unless you're blown away. Unless somebody's going to throw multiple first sets you. Um, you know, I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to think that the Cardinals are going are gonna to make that deal. The Cardinals are heading into their bye week. 
team's next opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs, will begin preparation for that. But first, we heard from the coordinators, offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, defensive coordinator Al Holcomb, their takeaways from the 18-15 come-from-behind victory. That's coming up next. But first, we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, the show, sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive 20 bucks off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store, Google Play, and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase backed by 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON. $20 off orders $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime. And let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Locked on AZ Cardinals, Bo Brock here holding things down. Alex Clancy in Cincinnati, Vegas for assignment. Our local station here, Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. Check it out, the iHeartRadio app or 910 on your AM dial. But it's Locked on AZ Cardinals, Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Number one local sports daily podcast network. Byron Lefwich, his first meeting with the media since engineering calling his first NFL game regular season he'd called two preseason games previous to that uh, but Byron left which was thrown to the flames 10 days after Mike McCoy was fired following a Thursday night debacle 45-10 loss to the Broncos two pick sixes and of course all of the ineffectiveness up to that point so seven weeks of Mike McCoy and we saw our gl- first glimpse of Byron Leftwich on Sunday and it was Three and a half quarters of frustration. And um, Leftwich today, in, in meeting with the media today, acknowledged that. He says that the team learned a lot from its slow start and already kind of was rewarded, got into a rhythm in the fourth quarter. I think a lot of that had to do with the 10 um, screen passes that they threw. It's It was like Josh Rosen was a basketball player and he was kind of finding his rhythm by getting a couple opportunities at the free throw line, throwing screen passes. Uh, I know it's it's kind of an art in itself, but Josh Rosen was able to kind of connect on some easy throws that got him going. And, and the Cardinals, had, uh, they ran 10 screens. And if you look at the previous seven weeks, I saw this stat on Twitter, they'd only run 23 total screens before that. So it, it was huge in, as far as just kind of setting things up and putting the ball in the Cardinals' playmakers. And it's something that not only the fans and the media and, and everybody that feels like they know a lick about football thought that the Cardinals were not doing under Mike McCoy and, and Byron Leftwich was trying to play to those strengths. And um, 
you know, just some more takeaways today from Leftwich's media availability. The offensive coordinator says his focus remains putting quarterback Josh Rosen in a position for NFL longevity. He wants Josh Rosen to not only succeed uh, in his rookie season, but he wants him to be successful for, for the long haul. He wants him to be successful for 10 to 15 seasons. I know that, you know, in the NFL at, at any time during the era of, of professional football, that, that's tough. That's tough. I know the, the, there's it, it's, it takes an exceptional athlete to have that type of longevity, but you got to appreciate that Leftwich is, is, is wanting that and is focusing on that as his main goal for his quarterback. And Leftwich knows the deal. This is a guy that was seventh overall out of Marshall, uh, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, a uh, similar franchise as far as the Cardinals were concerned, until their spot in the AFC Championship last year were really not known for winning. But, uh, you know, Leftwich, he says this bye week gives it an opportunity to kind of tweak things. And self-scout, mostly self-scout for Josh Rosen. Look at the game film from his starts. Rosen 2-3 and three so far, five games as a starter. And, of course, uh, that cup of coffee at the end of the game where he was thrown to the Wolves in his NFL regular season debut with four minutes left in a contest to try to engineer a come-from-behind uh, drive didn't happen. But um, that that's important when they can kind of sit down, break down the film, and also maybe get some time off, some much-needed time off after a brutal start to the season. But Leftwich uh, continued in his press conference today. Uh, somebody asked him if he, if they felt uh, that Rosen experienced growth in the 49ers' wing. And, and left, which was just simply said, you think? You think he experienced some win? He, I mean, he had his finest day as a pro. Two touchdowns. I know he had the early pick that was kind of brutal. Uh, two touchdowns. The 150 yards passing in the in the, uh, in the the fourth quarter. And the Cardinals as an offense, when it came down to crunch time, when it came down in the fourth quarter, the team was 4-4 four for four converting on third downs. Converting on third downs was the biggest challenge the offense had under Mike McCoy. And game one for Byron Leftwich, they were able to improve in that area drastically. They were close to 50%. And, of course, I'm sure they want to see that that percentage rise. But uh, Leftwich confident. Josh Rosen's getting better and better each and every practice, each and every game, each and every day. So that's, that's just important. That's what you want. I mean, this day and age, especially with the blueprint, and we're seeing it flexed across the NFL, um, and, and we talk about all the spending that the Cardinals are going to have available to them this offseason. We're going to talk about the high draft picks that they're going to have and the ability to build around Josh Rosen, who they feel is their franchise quarterback. They're not the only team following this blueprint. You know, we've, we've seen it already with the Eagles. We've seen it already with the Rams. We're seeing it with the Bears. And then we're seeing it with four other teams that drafted the quarterback in the first round along with Josh Rose. Baker Mayfield with the Browns. Sam Darnold with the Jets. Josh Allen with the Bills. Maybe Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. Of course, Josh Rosen. So a lot of people are following that same line. What's going to separate the Arizona Cardinals uh, from those teams? I got to think that the Jets, when you look at all these teams on paper, Maybe the Ravens, but who knows how long Joe Flacco is going to play and how long the Ravens are going to continue to pay him. Um, uh, who, what's going to separate the Cardinals from those? you got to think the Jets are going to be the team that you're going to compete with, right? As far as destinations. And if the money's even, 
if all things are even, what's going to set the Cardinals aside? And I think Byron left, which gives them something that's very appealing. And and his uh, his just his relationship with Byron Leftwich, so uh, it, it's 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 interesting to me. I mean, of course, the Browns they've had a ton of picks over the last couple of years. They seem to have some roster flexibility, but they're I mean, they're the Browns. They're a disaster. They just fired Hugh Jackson, who won three games. What do you go three and thirty six and one? The team also fired Todd Haley. I mean, that's a dumpster fire. You think things are bad in Arizona? I mean, just that's a that's that's a dose of reality right there. They're not even close to dysfunctional like Cleveland, um, you know. And, and the Jets are gonna Jets every once in a while, but I think that they're they're right in the ship there in New York. And you know, of course, it's a huge media market and attractive to free agents, and people love to play in the in the spotlight, the Big Apple. So that might be a, it might be tough to, if you get into a into a negotiation battle with the Jets. But, you know, I mean, Baltimore and, and, and Buffalo, I mean, watching Buffalo on Monday Night Football, I mean, they're not even close. So, you know, upstate New York, I think Tempe slash Glendale, Arizona, is looking a little bit more appealing than even up in Buffalo. I don't care how Josh how good Josh Allen turns out to be. So uh, very encouraged by Byron Leftwich, And, uh, you know, he's saying all the right things. He's one to know on the field. He's one to know in press conferences. Maybe even two and zero after this afternoon. Continues to say the right things. His focus continues to be in the right areas. As far as Al Holcomb today, kind of turning the page a little bit on the on the game on Sunday. Big takeaway from Sunday's game was the Cardinals' uh, ability to slow down the run. They weren't perfect. They gave up over 100 yards on the ground. But the defensive coordinator Holcomb says that the team. Uh, their change to more of a traditional 4-3 from a 4-2-5 nickel wasn't the reason for the improved run defense, but it was more so the team's uh, gap integrity, controlling the gap and improved technique. So um, I guess that wasn't it. it. It's maybe just some of the things that were being installed under the new coaching staff were just taking a little, little, bit, little bit longer to take with the roster. And, um, you know, I... I Big test coming up after the bye week. You gotta, you gotta think that uh, you really have to be dialed in and have things installed and in place, and guys just out there playing um, and not having issues about, you know, the new defense against the high-powered offense like the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, that's certainly something that uh, we should get into on the other side of things. Begin to maybe look into the bye week. And begin to preview the Kansas City Chiefs, who are up next for the Arizona Cardinals. Bo Brock hanging out here on Locked On AZ Cards. First, I want to talk about how crazy it is how much we pay for new brand name clothes. Why do we buy new kids' clothes if they outgrow them in just a few months? Wouldn't it be great if there was a place to discover awesome discounts on gently used clothes? There is. Swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. Stop driving the store after store, sifting through racks. Easily sift through millions of clothes in seconds on Swap.com with easy-to-use filters to find just what you need. Over 14 million tons of textiles are wasted each year. Shopping secondhand at Swap.com helps prevent textile waste from polluting the environment, which is something you can feel good about. Swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price of your favorite brands, Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, Gap, quality hand-inspected items are added daily. 
If something doesn't fit, enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days. Special offer to our listeners. Get 35% off select items for your first order with the promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, find new deals every day on Swap.com's homepage. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, wrapping things up here on Locked on AZ Cards. Bo Brock here holding things down. Alex Clancy off for the next couple days, hanging out in Sin City on Assignment for our local station, Fox Sports 910. Check it out, 910 on your AM dial or the iHeartRadio app. But uh, we got you hooked up with everything that is Arizona Cardinals, AZ Cardinals, on Locked On AZ Cardinals, the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Number one local sports daily podcast network. So Cardinals, they get their second win of the season. They're 2-6. and six. They're 2-0 and oh against the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners have just been the, uh, the redheaded stepchild of the Arizona Cardinals the last couple seasons. 8-0 over the last four seasons now against the San Francisco 49ers. So it doesn't matter who the coach is. If it's Kyle Shanahan, they're they're 4-0 against Shanahan. Chip Kelly, 2-0 against Chip Kelly. 2-0 against the Hobo head coach and Jim Tom Sula. So the last Niners head coach actually to beat the Arizona Cardinals was back in 2014, the, the regular season finale for both teams, um, and it was Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh's final game as Niners head coach was a win over the Cardinals, and Harbaugh, if you remember, had quite a bit of success over the Arizona Cardinals going 6-2. and two. So, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but you'll take a win over anybody in the NFL. They're not easy. And, and both Niners wins even show that as well. You had the luxury of five turnovers in the first contest against the Niners, and then you had the, uh, the awesome comeback from the Cardinals and their offense, who had been stagnant for three, almost three and a half quarters, uh, wrapping off, running off, popping off 15 straight points to win 18 to 15. So uh, very encouraged with Byron Leftwich and the direction of the offense. The defense showed improvement. Of course, they showed uh, they didn't give up the safety that was on the offense. So if you look at the defensive uh, game from the Cardinals, um, they only gave up, what, 13 points the entire game? That's solid. You'll take that. You had the you had the the messed up fifty five yard touchdown from Marquise Goodwin against you know Patrick Peterson was the defender to start, but you needed help on the backside. You had a track star make a big play for the Niners. That's your lone mistake. You look at the rest of the game. You you got to like what you saw from the Arizona Cardinals defense, and it's going to have to be on its game. And as we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, who uh, the Cardinals will have to visit after their bye week in Week Nine. Um, it's going to be the toughest task in the league to slow down that offense. Kareem Hunt, 
Patrick Mahomes, of course, the rookie quarterback. I'm sorry, the really getting his first reps. He was a rookie last season. But uh, the young quarterback, I should say, just a high-powered offense. And they don't make a lot of mistakes, and even when they do, they come at you each and every drive. The Cardinals, is their defense going to have the endurance to keep up with them? This Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the the one advantage, I, I sh- I'll say, there there is one advantage, and the Chiefs at 7-1 uh, have another game this week, uh, and they won't have their bye week until week 12. So... The Arizona Cardinals will be relatively fresh compared, absolutely fresh compared to the Chiefs. Can they turn that into uh, maybe a little, little? Can they take care of it? Maybe a tired team, and is is that even going to be enough? Is a is a tired Chiefs team going to struggle against the two and six Arizona Cardinals team? We'll have plenty of time to break it down when Alex returns and uh, future Locked On AZ Cardinals podcast. In the meantime, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm Bo Brock, Locked On AZ Cards. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.